0: Do you agree that non-men is the definition of a lesbian? Non-men who loves other non-men? Hey everybody, I'm Brad Palumbo, and welcome back to the Damage Control Podcast, where we're reclaiming the LGBT community from the insane leftists who've taken it over. My guest today is Ariel Scarsella, a center-right conservative lesbian and YouTuber who just participated in a spicy Jubilee debate that featured conservative lesbians versus liberal lesbians. We're going to break down some of the highlights from the debate and discuss the ongoing push where progressives are intentionally or not effectively erasing the definition of what it means to be a lesbian in the first place. If you're new here, consider subscribing and do like and comment with your thoughts as you're watching the show. And now let's get into it. Ariel, welcome back to the Damage Control Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me again.
0: Yes, yes. You're on uh, a short list of three-peat guests now, I think. There's only a couple others who have had that rare honor. The rare uh, honor. So listen, it's, yeah.
1: it's the truth. It's And your channel's growing, like, insanely fast. I'm not surprised you know, I by got, any means, by the way.
0: I just got my 2023 wrap from YouTube. And do you know how many subscribers I had at the beginning of 2023 versus and how many like I have now?
1: 20? 20, 20,000?
0: 20, and now it's 90 yeah. in just a year. Yep. I'm That's not surprised. Crazy.
1: Your, your content's excellent, and people are are fawning over it because they they want to feel like they're not crazy. And people <laughs> like you and I do that very well. We make them feel right.
0: yes. Well, and people when people see stuff like the debate we're going to discuss today, they do feel like they're crazy. They feel like the world's turning upside down, like the ground is moving underneath their feet. And they can't keep they can't keep up and they can't keep things straight because a lot of this just doesn't make any sense even to us. And we're intimately involved in politics and in the LGBT community's politics. It still doesn't make sense to us. So I always try to put myself in the shoes of the normal everyday people who see some of this stuff every
1: day. Don't
0: understand. So we see it every uh, day. For folks that don't know ariel was part of a recent jubilee debate which is this big production company that featured conservative lesbians versus liberal lesbians it was really interesting i just watched it for the second time this morning ahead of having ariel on um but my takeaway from it honestly and i'm just curious for your general thoughts on this is that the i feel like the liberal side the progressive side of that debate They call themselves lesbians, but it seems like they don't even have a coherent definition of what lesbian means, because the things they were saying and doing seem to essentially erase lesbian as a category.
1: I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. In fact, you, I think, basically said what I said, (laughs) like live in the debate. Um, I mean, it's not really a debate, but I I feel like middle ground turns winds up being a debate to be honest it's like yes. how are we gonna get them to see our side but it's like the funny thing is the conservative lesbians aren't really conservatives and the liberal lesbians aren't liberals like they are not true liberals but they stole that word from us and redefined it so we had to take it we had to take on the conservative you know we had like we had to go to the conservative side of things or just really just the non-leftist side of things Because Mm -hmm. that's where science is, not the religion, but that's where people believe in science. That's where people can actually understand and define things properly. Nobody on the left currently, on the far left anyway, and it was made very obvious by by this middle ground, nobody has a clue what a lesbian is because none of them can define what a woman is.
0: Did you ask them that at any point in the debate and was it clipped out?
1: i did i did say no i think it was added in i think i said to the non-binary person uh, i was like how can you be a lesbian if you identify as non-binary and the funny thing is is it the answer is probably because that person knows that they are actually indeed female <laughs> so if they know that that's a fact then we have to make it a fact on the other side of things right which is why a lot of lesbians do not want to date trans women because trans women are males
0: (laughs) oh we'll get we'll get there we'll get there um but i was just wondering if you asked any of them what is a woman
1: i that was in the feminist debate that i did last december i asked them what a woman is and none of them could define it
0: because a lot of this rested around ideas about gender and sex that just seemed completely nebulous and just kind of nihilistic almost guys take a listen to this first clip that i think is is kind of like erasing lesbianism as a concept
2: because we are growing if you want to include more people because technically the lesbian flag has changed to an orange stripe for non-men such as myself i still identify as a lesbian i'm still here can i
1: ask you how you identify as a lesbian when you're not a woman
2: because i'm not i'm a non-man because that that's
1: a terrible definition in my opinion, but, but that, that's fine, you're allowed to believe what you believe because I believe in freedom of speech.
2: But so I believe in including everyone. Doesn't ma- It doesn't matter what other people go by. I think that being left and having this conversation go to left means that we don't care anymore. We, everyone can be a part of the community. No matter who you are, labels don't matter as much as you know they did back then because it was only the LGB. When we're moving towards the left, we're moving towards the you know the future including more people
1: sometimes gatekeeping is a good thing though yeah and sometimes segregation is a good thing why well <laughs> why well how okay so no, no, you're say, I'm, I'm talking a lot you're saying that like you guys are opening accepting more Absolutely.
3: everything like that so where's the where's the line then because then we have there straight no people line. so so then why have a community if there's everybody's in the community?
2: If you self-identify in the community, then we're all there for each other. It doesn't if, if you're straight and you identify as straight, you are not part of the community. I do not identify as straight. I identify as a non-binary lesbian because the lesbian community has accepted me because I don't feel comfortable in my gender identity because growing up I didn't feel you know accepted in the lesbian community. So now that we're moving left and we're accepting more people into it, I'm finally accepted in the community people you know actually do accept non-binary lesbians
3: if you don't identify as a woman and a lesbian is a woman who loves another woman then why would you not identify as queer and yes we're going to labels here but like genuine curiosity i'm trying to understand because if a lesbian is no longer a woman who's sexually attracted to another woman then a lesbian can be
1: Anybody, Anything. anybody, man, which is literally what's happening yes, in, in it, the world right the now. That's the problem. Like there straight up dudes be... that are not trans women, straight up dudes going on lesbian dating apps oh, yeah. and, and calling us transphobic.
0: So do you agree that non-men is the definition of a lesbian, non-men who loves other non-men? It,
1: it is the most sexist, misogynistic thing I've ever heard, honestly. Like, probably one of the most sexist, misogynistic things. I remember I filmed a video back in june um when new york city pride had its its pride march and i went around asking people what it, it, I, I went around asking lesbians or bisexual women if they were okay with the new the new definition of lesbian which is non-men loving other non-men and most of them were like i didn't even know there was a thing i'm not okay with that and i said well to the people that were okay with it i said well if they if the answer is if the definition of lesbian is now non-men being attracted to other non-men a, if Jonathan Van Ness and Sam Smith were in a relationship, those are two non-men <laughs> and they could be lesbians. And also, and this was somebody's comment, but I, I stole it for the video because I asked and I was like, this is so, this is so much, this is just so perfect. I need to use this. And they were like, what about magnets? Like things that you put on the refrigerator, <laughs> magnets, they, they are two things that are non-men attracted to other, other magnets. They are non-men well- attracted to other non-men.
0: There's something patriarchal about the definition too. Like imagine if instead of calling black people black people, we called them non-white, non-white people. That's what
1: I that's Everyone exactly what I made mean also. That's racist. I literally said that in in the video that I made at Pride. I said, "Well, as a black person, would you be okay with being called non-white?" And the girl was like, "Hell no." And I'm like, "Exactly." <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, but then this this other idea as well, that just anyone can be a part of the community. Anyone is a lesbian who feels like one or identifies with it. I mean, doesn't it become kind of meaningless at that point? I mean, what's the case for accepting something if it's completely uh, nebulous like that? I mean, it's not actually something people can't change.
1: Yeah, I understand their perspective of, oh, we want to accept everybody and we want to love everybody. But You can love everybody, but also still realize that, listen, they are not the same. Separation doesn't necessarily mean segregation, right? You can Mm -hmm. separate things knowing that something is different, but not necessarily seeing them as better or worse than.
0: Yeah, there was another clip on this where you were saying uh, they were repeating the mantra of trans women are women, trans women are women, which is always a really... Something they repeat over and over again. You were like, "Well, trans women are trans women." Yeah. And they were like, "No, trans women are women." And it's like,
1: but but if trans women are women, then I, as a woman, could be a trans woman. No, that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. I keep saying that, but that's not. You are taking the very essence of being transsexual away from them. Their entire trauma, their entire experience, their entire growth period. You're taking that away from these people. They've been. You're also a you're life.
0: acting like um, you're acting as if the very a- idea of exclusion is inherently bad. Correct. Now, exclusion is bad in some forms, right. but exclusion is also just part of separation. Like categories only exist if there is some degree of exclusion. Some
1: difference. Right. There, there has right. to be like, some type of difference that may... Like I said this in a video as well, where. Separate, like I said, separation doesn't mean segregation. There's a big difference and they're acting like it's the same thing. You can, when you play sports, the girls team and the boys team generally are separated. Doesn't mean that somebody is better or worse necessarily because some girls can be better than boys and boys can be better than girls. But the reason we're separating them is because of safety. But a lot of people are always on edge about, well, we, we have to include everybody. We have to include everybody. It's like, no. We don't have to include everybody. There has to be gatekeeping because when we don't have even a definition for a word, how are we going to write laws to protect said word? Said th- and that then that word, of course, is representative of people. How are we going to do that? Which is why now we have trans women competing in women's sports. We have a thousand genders. We have kids transitioning because you know, they think that they have gender dysphoria because gender dysphoria can mean anything these days. And that now you can have euphoria. None of these words actually mean anything anymore. And it's causing chaos.
0: It is. You no, know, it is. And I do think that the uh, definition of sec- of, of same sex attracted of, as the definition of gay or lesbian is something they seem to really walk all over and try to destroy and erase in this debate. Because they kept talking about gender, but sexual sexuality is about sex, not it's about, sexual. It's
1: about sex traits, in my opinion. It's about sex, which comes with sex traits, but you can also change your sex traits, right? Trans people can change different parts of their appearance. Their sex can never change. But I'm sure there are... You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure... that I'm just speaking sensibly here, right? I have been probably have been attracted to some trans women without realizing they were trans right because th- they looked female they weren't female but they looked female i don't think you can be attracted to somebody's sex as far as like their chromosomes or um knowing if they have necessarily at the beginning anyway a penis or a vagina right
0: yeah it is You're, more complicated than it's, being it's attracted to their chromosomes
1: because most of the time we have we can be attracted to our friends we've never seen our friends genitals but at the same time it's a big deal it's not what starts the attraction but it's definitely what pun intended what it what might finish it
0: so i was disappointed by the liberal side of the the middle ground episode or the debate because it didn't really seem at least one of them in particular uh, they didn't really seem like they came to debate because debating involves making arguments. But uh, I heard the word privilege used about 30 times to shut up what you're saying. You're just yep. privileged. That speaks of privilege. And I want to roll this super cut that somebody made of how many times privilege was invoked to- This is one of the girls to...
1: that was on, the, on our side made this cut. Pamela. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And uh, I want to show people just how often this this- woke phrase was it, it invoked to kind of silence your opinions or try to discredit your opinions take a listen to this guys
4: it's a privilege without have privilege because you don't have privilege that is privilege a privilege place to not understand that is privilege <sighs> privilege to not understand privilege and that's why it's a privilege your frame of mind is a privilege period I don't a privilege know that, that. Can be from your privilege and what privileges and what <laughs> to, your privilege to, to, to I think privileges. privilege privilege and um, and privileges to, to think that is privilege and that's privilege
1: the funny thing is that Amber, the one that kept speaking of privilege, was getting torn up in even in the Jubilee comments, right? People were like, Amber is is a, a very well known, you know, lesbian YouTuber for years. She's traveled. She, you know, has has a good job. She has a big following. That's also, you know, a lot of it's, it's privilege that comes with being an influencer, right? A content creator. But what a lot of people didn't know was that her dad was a multi-million dollar foot- NFL football player.
0: And Wait, really? I called,
1: yep, I called her out on that. And of course, they cut that out. Um, oh my God, the tea. Th- this is the tea. And I know this because I was friends with her for a long time. And it's like, I'm not going to call somebody out on their, on their bullshit if it's personal until you start making it out that I'm making me out to be like a racist, privileged person. It's like, no, 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 no. You you are the actual privileged one. You went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school for for a few years early on in my life, and then my parents couldn't afford it anymore. You know, she went to Catholic school, I believe, up until high school. I threw through, through high school, and her dad was a professional football player, and she lives in L.A. in a very expensive neighborhood in West Hollywood.
0: But you're all I'm, just privileged. But and I'm that's I'm the one that's privileged
1: because I'm because uh, I'm white, even though I don't really know. Like nobody really well, knows. Well, and the what funny thing is, she was doing with
0: sasha the most on the panel who is also hispanic and black Black. yeah yep (laughs) it's also dumb to me it's so dumb to me because here's the thing right imagine we were arguing about how to solve a math problem and i'm saying no you got to do the multiplication first so the correct answer is 36 and you're saying "No, no 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 there's parentheses here you have to do this part first so the answer is 25. we're having this we're putting forward two sets of facts two arguments one of them is correct and one of them is incorrect. One of them is true and one of the others is, and the other one is false. How much privilege I have, doesn't make mine more or less true. true. Who I am, right. doesn't change doesn't my argument. It.
1: it doesn't negate it.
0: No, exactly. So even if you were the most privileged person on planet earth whatever you said is still whatever you said and it's just as valid as an argument as if the least privileged person sat there and said the same words because it's an argument that exists independently of the person making it yes and so i always see these invocations of privilege as an attempt to essentially circumvent actual argumentation and try to discredit somebody rather than explain why they're wrong it's incredibly intellectually lazy it also oversimplifies drastically right because you can't actually tell that someone is privileged or not privileged just by a few of their demographic characteristics there's thousands of things that go into whether someone has had a privileged life or not not just their skin color and their gender and their sexuality right um but even if you accept their kind of analysis of people's privilege, invoking it in an argument is irrelevant.
1: I I think the funniest thing about all of this is, and I, I think they left some of this in, but they cut most of it out is when Sasha was telling Amber, you know, the way she was thinking in her process to coming to this ideology. And Amber was like, yeah, but it's privileged. You reek of privilege because you can think that way. And, and Sasha responded to her and said you too can think this way you can change your thinking it's not privilege <laughs> to think a certain way you can change your mind and they cut that out
0: yeah i think they should start just posting the entire unedited thing on their yeah. patreon i think um, i
1: think they they posted a good amount of it maybe i would say maybe another like 25% of it and not the whole thing they cut that part out
0: okay yeah. well i'm not giving them money so i only watch the part that's on youtube it's but they did put the part on YouTube uh, that I have seen probably get the most viral, where you asked them an interesting question. Take a listen.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I also just wanna say that I think that when we're talking about dating trans women or dating trans people, like, like non-binary people fall under the trans umbrella. So like like I would also include dating non-binary people. Mm-hmm. Like I know we're, we're thinking about trans women specifically, but like non-binary people are trans yes. and like they also fall under that umbrella. And like, you know, there's, I've, I feel like any like non-man dating a non-man like we've now define as being a lesbian.
1: Would you date a, a woman with a penis?
3: I, I think that personally I have a genital preference, but would I would you? Second, second, second. Currently, like I would say that I have a genital preference, but I would never rule anything out. Like I've dated non-binary people. Um, I wouldn't rule out dating anyone who's trans. I think I'm also like a very progressive and open-minded person. I wouldn't say that if I loved someone that I would rule them out for being trans.
1: I don't like the fact that you used open-minded, but you're allowed to say that, of course. It's your, it's your yeah. prerogative, just to say how you feel. But Thanks. to me, open-minded comes across as me being closed-minded. Oh, and nice. I don't think you can, I'm just saying, just saying, like, I'm not closed-minded because I have a sexual orientation that's monosexual. Absolutely. Thank you, appreciate that.
0: Hey guys, Brad here, cutting in to remind you that I host another podcast, a weekly political podcast called the Based Politics Podcast, where me and my co-host Hannah Cox, we break down the biggest news stories and what's trending on the internet and give you our nonpartisan, honest opinions. If that would interest you and you want more Brad, check out the links in the description to make sure that you're also subscribed to and watching the Base Politics Podcast. But regardless, thanks for tuning in to Damage Control. So obviously that was pretty crass, pretty crude, but you are a New Yorker by heart. Why did you decide to uh, put it that bluntly in the debate?
1: Because the truth is, I know none of them would. None of them would. Even though and they what, say they might? No, they're, they're foolish. None of them, if you are an actual lesbian, you are calling yourself a lesbian, you would not want male genitalia anywhere near you. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. You're, there, there is something in like like deep within my DNA that has always repelled me from the thought of, of even that existing. You know what I mean? I, I love men. Don't want to have sex with them. It's the reason I called them out on it is because they will never admit it. They always come up with other arguments or other arguments, I should say, to deflect the actual point I'm trying to make, which is if you call yourself a lesbian, you wouldn't date a trans woman with a penis. You like you wouldn't want to be anywhere near that thing, you know? But they will. How do I say this? What did one of the girls, one of one of the one of the the non-binary person said that I was transphobic? I think she said I was trans. They said I was transphobic. Whatever. Um, that I had a genital preference, which is an actual homophobic statement. So that's that's that. And
0: explain that. Why is that homophobic? It's homophobic to say that you because have a genital the word preference because
1: the word preference suggests that you have it, it denotes a choice, right? Well. I like chocolate ice cream, but I really prefer vanilla. I like both of them, but I like this one more. No, I don't like dick and vagina. I don't prefer one over the other. I don't have a preference. And this right. is the gaslighting and the changing of words again. to make
0: It's your fundamental orientation. It's not my a preference. Sexual
1: orientation, and I called this person out on it. And I said, do not call it genital preference. It is not a preference.
0: Yeah, I know. That makes sense. It's definitely... It's funny because it's like they're almost getting to the point where they're agreeing with the far right people who think sexuality is a choice and can be 100%. overcome
1: it's they've gone so, <laughs> they've gone so left they're far they're back far right and they've gone full circle at this point it's
0: wild um well but it's it's bad because they're kind of eroding the fundamental like arguments and logic of of that actually achieved a degree of acceptance in this in country, instance. right? The idea that you're same sex attracted, that this is something you can't control. It's not just a preference. But right. all of a sudden, the woke people are back and they're saying it's just a preference.
1: That's literally what they're saying. That's literally what they're saying. You have a general preference. I said, no. I said, it's not a choice. I can't, I, I don't choose to feel this way. It's just how it is. And of course, they act like they were agreeing with me. Which was like, like also gaslighting, because I know they weren't agreeing with me. Because they were like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, no, we're not saying the same thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop trying to I can't. I can't. Meanwhile, like I said, I know none of those people would want anything male near them. That doesn't mean that they might not date, you know, a trans woman or or be attracted to a trans woman, but I'm sorry. Like the the main difference is if you're you can be attracted to a trans woman or a trans man if you're a gay man, in my opinion, despite them having female or male genitalia. But if you are attracted to them because they have female or male genitalia, then you're not lesbian or gay. That's just my you're just
0: bisexual, and that's, that's okay. More bisexual because you can there's be attracted, nothing wrong with that. You
1: could also be attracted to different parts, right? Like there are some women that I was very attracted to. Their face and not their body, or their body and not their face, or their personality and not their body or face. Why can't the same be for genitalia? I can see somebody like Blair White, I think Blair White's gorgeous, love her. Could I deal with her having a penis? No. Like, it's it's just, it is what it is. I can't, it's not, it's a sexual orientation. I can't help it. I'm attracted to other parts of her, her personality, and she's she's gorgeous, but- I I just, the sex part couldn't do it, you know? And that's the difference between, like, visual attraction and actual physical sexual attraction, if that makes sense.
0: Mm -hmm. No, no, I understand. There is a distinction there. Um, There is, yeah, because even as a a gay man, I wouldn't be attracted to a trans woman, even though they are biologically male.
1: Right, because a lot of the time, they can pass for female. They're not female, but at the same time, you are not attracted to secondary female sex characteristics because you're gay
0: right and vice versa there uh, there have been times where i've encountered a trans man and been initially attracted to them and then i probably wouldn't want to pursue that one because i'm in a long-term relationship but uh in general because um you know they're in fact biologically female but they certainly don't appear so on the outside in many cases so i it, it is more complicated than people just being attracted to this chromosome or that chromosome, but I think our people are lying to themselves if they're truly lesbian or gay and then implying that they would uh just happily no questions asked uh don't have a genital preference or anything like that uh, you're either bisexual or you're lying yeah um
1: i mean the 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 youngest person on the panel I believe they were she was the youngest person the brown the pretty brown girl i don't know what the hell her name was um i i had asked her and i was like well would you would you suck a dick and she's like well i have a general preference like how like girl you gaslighting yourself now (laughs) you are gaslighting your your own homosexuality because you're afraid to get called transphobic that's wild to me that's wild that these people are so afraid of being the bully that they are being bullied if that makes sense It's, it's crazy just stand up for yourself stand up for yourself
0: one other part of the debate that i thought was really interesting was when they asked the question how could anyone be lesbian and conservative let's take a listen to that prompt
2: cute i think that was a huge question that i really did have going into this because like I said earlier, conservatism itself is keeping things at the way that it is. Mm -hmm. Through the experiences that I have had, that my girlfriend has had, that we all have had. Um, I don't like how it is right now. I would love to progress forward. Again, as a non-binary lesbian, only through the progression did I feel accepted, did I feel safe, like did I, you know, that's how I found my girlfriend, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. moving forward and progressing forward.
4: Yeah, the right has, famously (laughs) being always against uh, the LGBT community and always, uh, especially in the past, has always uh, fought against um, uh, equal marriage and everything. So it surprises me to see that there are gay people who identify as conservative. I I think it's fine for people to have their political opinions that are not attached to their sexuality of course nowadays conservative is combined now with Republican in my eyes and so when you're a Republican lesbian you're yeah you're against the our community moving forward and progressing and you're also aligning with the oppressor Mm -hmm. and so that's why I have a hard time understanding queers being conservative slash Republican because you're aligning with the oppressor and not going against change in the positive direction for our community.
0: So it was really bizarre to watch them struggle to comprehend the basic concept that someone's sexuality might not determine their political views on everything. It's like at at one point, somebody on the panel said, like, why would my sexuality determine how I think tax dollars should be spent? That was
1: Becky, yep. Yeah, Becky said that. She's spot on. I mean, that that's what it comes down to for me. I mean, for the most part, I voted Democrat in the past, all the way up until this recent election where I voted Republican across the board for a number of reasons. But the main reason was definitely because I was brainwashed, but also because or not even brainwashed. I was just in a. I, I was living in New York City and everybody voted Democrat. and I thought that's what you were supposed to do you were in a bubble. I was in a bubble. I was in a bubble, not brainwashed. I was in a bubble. At the time, I was a single issue voter, and I realized that that's not necessarily in my best interest or the country's. And I started thinking differently. I started making new friends that were not on the far left; they were not on the far right either. They were generally more moderate, conservative left, you know, uh, conservative, maybe leaning a little bit right or just in the middle, like I am. And I learned, I learned a lot. And I also think that Becky made the best point in that in that prompt when she said. It's not about necessarily being conservative socially. It's about fiscally being conservative. It's about internationally, international law, and how are we liberal or, con- or leftist or conservative in that way, and how it's affecting our kids, it's affecting our troops, it's affecting our our morals and values that we have here. It's not very difficult for me personally to see, Even and this is even when I was voting Democrat, it's, it was never difficult for me to see that, that type of conservatism. It really wasn't.
0: No, I, exactly. And, and what I've never understood is why, for them, they would ever assume in the first place that a gay person would be anti-capitalist, that a gay person would be anti-gun, that a gay person would be pro-choice. Why? They're an individual. They could reach either yeah. side of any issue. Now, I can see why they would assume a gay person would support gay rights, and <laughs> now the problem is they've they've kind of taken LGBT rights to a much more debatable uh new area where gay people might honestly feel either way about a, a complicated issue like the legality of ch- child medical transition or uh, right. women's sports and trans athletes so it's not necessarily the case even that Anymore. everyone in the lgbt community should automatically side with the lgbt position on all these questions right but even if that were the case And even if it were the case that Democrats were unambiguously pro-LGBT and Republicans were unambiguously all anti-LGBT, and that's not correct. It's much more nuanced than that. Some Republicans are and some aren't. Um, On some issues they are and on some issues they aren't. Uh, but even if it were i've never understood i've never understood why progressive members of the lgbt community seem to assume that we all have this obligation to be single issue voters when the things we're voting on in the grand scheme of things like whether trans women are allowed to compete in women's sports isn't a high priority for me i care about inflation I care about foreign policy, I care about economics, mm-hmm. taxes, yes, immigration. I do care about LGBT rights, but the idea that I should automatically be a single-issue voter on everything or a single-issue thinker, really, because the question is about conservative versus liberal, not Democrat versus Republican. Right. So especially then, that I, I don't even understand the premise of their perspective. Why on earth would we be? But I honestly think it comes down to... They view the world through a collective lens. People like me and you view the world first and foremost through an individualist lens. And that's how I think you end up in such two different, starkly different places.
1: Yeah, 100%. I don't even know what to add to that because you said it perfectly. I think leftists, believe it or not, actually tell on themselves quite often. And I think I tweeted this yesterday or today because one of the girls on the other side, Amber, on the leftist side posted a video in response to the Jubilee debate, whatever you want to call it, middle ground. And Sasha went and commented and was like, you know, how, you know, basically like, just take the loss. You know, you you, you couldn't even really say anything because you couldn't really say oh you've use the privilege argument with me because I'm also black and Hispanic. And Amber responded to that on Instagram and said, you don't act like it. Like the does that mean it, it means that you're not black enough or not Hispanic enough it, which is literal racism to say that if you it's, it's the same thing as Biden it's when Biden said if you don't vote for me you're not black.
0: <laughs> he did say that. He
1: did say that. It's it's racism. It, it's so it's such an obvious racist statement. It's hilarious how these people will tell on themselves without realizing it and think they're making a point.
0: Yeah, there's no way that you have to think because of the pigment of your skin, and it's not actually progressive to suggest otherwise. Right so the the last thing i want to get your thoughts on from this debate is this question of whether lesbians can use he him pronouns and i will say this is the part of the debate that left me the most confused befuddled perplexed i don't know i'm running out of synonyms but take a listen to this part of it and and try not to lose too many brain cells
2: I think the reason why I step forward is because of the idea that pronouns equal gender I think that's also why I kind of hesitated as well because when you're saying use he him pronouns at first everyone assumes it's their gender sexual orientation everything I think it goes back to my belief that pronouns do not equal your gender
3: I, like, I know non-binary lesbians who like go by any pronouns mm-hmm. and I think like there's you know I think that there's maybe You meet more non-binary lesbians who use they-them pronouns or use she-they pronouns, but, like, I think that anyone who's non-binary can use any pronouns and be defined as a lesbian.
4: Thinking of you and thinking of my non-binary friends that, like you said, use all pronouns, and so that's when I realized that I agree.
0: So, Ariel, if a lesbian can use he-him pronouns, should we just... Light the entire dictionary on fire at this point, like like should we even I mean even words, bother Trying to have words meaning at this point. for words,
1: words at this point mean nothing to these people. <laughs> the, the The answer, the correct answer to that prompt, should have been yes. They can, but at what expense?
0: They like can't do expense? so coherently or correctly. Correct. They can say whatever they want. They can
1: say whatever they want. We believe in freedom of speech and freedom of expression. For the, excuse me, for the most part, but. What is the end goal here? Is the end goal internal validation, no matter what, to make you feel better on on every, at every single section, at every single part of the day, or is it to gain LGBT acceptance and laws protecting us worldwide? If that's the case, which it is for you and me, then I suggest trying to, our best to make sense of words at this at this point, because. When you're using words that don't make sense for your identity, it just it's just confusing more people that aren't for your cause to begin with. And that's not what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah. How are you going to su- convince people to support dignity and equality for gay and lesbian people when you can't even provide them with a coherent definition of lesbian? Or a yep. lesbian is a non-man who loves other non-men but can still use he, him pronouns. I can't even wrap my head around that because it doesn't make sense. So, how is Bob from Kentucky going to wrap his head around it and be okay with it, you know, being accepted and tolerated in society? You made this point in, in the debate, but I, you, you're really, really shooting your own movement in the foot when you go out of your way to make it as hard to understand as possible. And it seems like that's what they're doing with this kind of stuff.
1: And the reason that they're doing that is because they love being perpetually oppressed. They love being victims. They love saying, look, this is why I'm failing because the world hates me. It's much easier to live life that way. It's, it's, it's going to suck. But it's much easier to live life that way than to actually sit and do the internal work and say, this is what I need to unpack. This is what I need to work on myself. Instead, they blame everybody else on, in the world. And it's, it's, of course, it's way easier to blame the world than to blame your own inability to grow as a person.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I hope other folks enjoyed the highlights of this debate as much as I did and didn't lose too many brain cells. Aria, you're going to have to keep going on Jubilee because somebody's got to beat back the tide of this insanity. I've been trying to get on, but they haven't cast me yet. Uh, Did they,
1: have they, have they uh, actually spoken to you on, on like.
0: No, oh, I, I applied to a couple of them. I applied to um, "Capitalist vs. Communists," which is they coming out. Re- they
1: filmed that episode right after mine. Yeah,
0: I didn't get into that. I into, I ran that. into
1: um, Hannah.
0: Hannah's Hannah. going to be in it, so I'll probably yep. do a reaction to it. Um, yep. And I also applied to "Fat vs. Skinny" because I have lots of thoughts on body positivity and the health at any size movement. And I previously was a little, uh, a bit overweight earlier in my life. And uh, I didn't get in in for that one either. Maybe I'll keep applying in the future. Uh, But if not, you're going to have to keep going back and fighting the good fight because there's so much insane stuff uh, that gets spread on that huge platform. Uh, But thanks for going on there and and thanks for coming back on the podcast. It's been fun.
1: Keep calling out the bullshit, please, (laughs) for both of us.
0: All right, guys, that's it for today's show. Thanks again to Arielle for coming on the podcast and do check out the link in the description to check out her YouTube channel. Be sure to rate and review us if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you're watching us on YouTube and you got to this point in the video, do drop a like or a comment. Uh, if you're still here, you must have found something enjoyable. So please do drop a like. And with that, I'll see you all next week.